0: Now that the Army Corps of Engineers has denied a permit to complete the Dakota Access Pipeline, parties with a vested interest are wondering what's next. For thousands who've joined the Standing Rock Sioux protest against the pipeline, should they leave or should they stay? Meanwhile, the oil industry and legal experts are trying to make sense of the decision and what it means for the project's fate. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk reports. Here in North Dakota, a treacherous blizzard early this week forced snowplows to work around the clock, and it's tough just trudging down the sidewalk. But for the thousands camps on the frozen prairie, it's much worse. So Chairman Dave Archambault of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, in a YouTube message, assures the pipeline is stopped for now. I'm just asking you that you hear this message and you understand that nothing's going to happen and it's time and it's okay to go home. But that's easier said than done. The blizzard hit the day after the Corps' announcement, causing thousands of protesters to seek refuge at nearby shelters. Many are not planning to follow Archambault's directive. Morningstar Galley of the Pitt River Tribe in California is staying at Standing Rock's casino. She notes that the pipeline company has not yet packed up its equipment and left. Until that occurs, there's many protectors, there's many water protectors that have said it's not over with, and we plan to be here until that happens. She says she plans to return to the frozen camp with her 13-year-old and toddler in tow. While protesters stick around, so does law enforcement. Captain Jesse Jonner of the Cass County Sheriff's Department hops in his truck and drives towards several sites where protesters and police have clashed. He's made many trips here from his home three hours to the east to help local officers respond to demonstrations. If not getting the easement allows uh, a time where people can cool off, uh, people can go home, they can relax, and we can avoid those confrontations, that's great. Meanwhile, the oil industry and government officials are contemplating the pipeline's future. The Corps of Engineers is launching a much more thorough review of the project, considering alternate routes. But with more than 90% of the line complete and pipe already laid right up to the Missouri River, that's likely to cost pipeline company Energy Transfer Partners billions. One alternative the Corps will consider is a proposal scrapped early on to build the line under the river north of Bismarck. Here's Craig Stevens with the Midwest Alliance for Infrastructure now, a group that supports the pipeline for them to take a look at this route that was already disqualified years ago is, I think, absurd. Launching the new review, a thorough environmental impact statement this late in the game is pretty unusual. And Wyoming-based attorney Karen Bud Fallon calls it unfair. The company assumed it had the go-ahead to build after the original but less detailed environmental assessment. To have the company spend all that time and all that money just to have the federal government go oh just kidding you can't start it all yet is is a huge economic cost for the company and an economic cost to the state. Ron Ness is with the North Dakota Petroleum Council. These severe winter conditions pose problems he says for the 30 percent of North Dakota's crude that's carried on trucks and trains. They are a more expensive mode of transport than the pipeline that was supposed to be operational by now. You may be delayed today you may not be getting that oil to uh, the market you want to get to so it may uh, may have some negative impacts on your budget. The industry is hopeful Donald Trump will reverse the court's decision, but legal experts say it's not so simple. Here's environmental lawyer Luke Danielson. The government is pretty strongly committed to reevaluating the situation and I think the courts are pretty likely to to ensure that that process of reevaluation goes forward. Energy Transfer Partners is already challenging the Corps' decision in court. It filed documents earlier this week asking a judge to affirm that it already has the necessary permits to drill under the river without the final easement from the Corps. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. Inside Energy will be continuing to report on the Dakota Access Pipeline and the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe's protests. For all of our coverage, check out insideenergy.org.